0: Hi, my name is Susie, and I live in a millionaire family. Truth is, I have to be a maid in it. You know, even though I'm rich, I dream of living like all these social networking majors. Go yachting, feed the ducks with money, buy useless rubbish, and not having to deny yourself anything. But I was born into a married family of millionaires who forbid me to spend a lot of money. What's more, my parents made me a servant in their own house. I've thought more than once about suing them for violating human rights, but I think the judge will laugh at me. After all, I live in a luxury house. I have expensive clothes, but no iPhone. Now that's a real crime. I even refuse to go to social gatherings because of it, so the other golden guys don't make fun of me. After all, they have cool smartphones and Swarovski rhinestones and diamonds. I can only dream about that. Although, I wouldn't be surprised if my parents somehow forbid me to have major dreams. They're afraid that I'll start wasting their precious money, like the children of their friends' families. For example, one guy ordered a golden toilet to his room. The other ordered a sculpture of a ladybug in the garden. And he was a fan of the cartoon. So from a young age, My parents taught me to work, although they've never lifted anything heavier than a pen themselves. They put me in the kitchen with the cooks to learn how to cook. Then I was forced to clean the huge mansion together with the servants. And then they also checked the quality of my work. And if I did something wrong somewhere, they would punish me. For example, one time, they didn't take me on a holiday in Monaco. And then I had another bummer of universal proportions waiting for me. I've already packed to fly to Spain, as the parents changed their minds at the last minute, said that it would be difficult for a maid to manage such a huge house on her own. What? Then what are you paying them for? I was indignant. Daughter, we respect other people's work. Yeah, but you have no respect for me or my efforts. I deserve a rest. You've had few chores in the last month as it is. Dad smiled, but I saw a twinkle of indignation in his eyes. Because you're making me learn Chinese. But the parents didn't want to listen to anything. Then I decided to take my revenge on them. I had nothing to lose anyway. I dumped all their stuff out of their suitcase right in the dirt in the backyard. And I sprinkled powder on top, which not only removed the most stagnant stains, but it also corroded the clothes. The parents lost their minds. Of course, that didn't stop them, and they flew off to Spain anyway. And finally, they handed me a huge list of responsibilities, which I did not do. At this time, I was living for myself, playing video games, eating all sorts of crap. I was out late with the guys, leaving the phone at home so my parents don't disturb me. And when they came back, I was in for a surprise. You haven't been doing your duty, Susie, Dad said sternly. What makes you think that? As it turned out, my parents had left my ticket to Spain in one of the desk drawers in my father's office, where I was supposed to clean up. And if I really did, I could be lounging in the sunshine rather than stewing at home. What an idiot I am! You are unfair to me, I declared. Susie, understand, we want to make a human out of you, so you know the value of money. How am I supposed to know the value of them if you practically don't give them to me? The mate earns more than I do. We buy you nice things. Then buy me an iPhone. I've been asking you for months. My parents were strongly against this purchase, but suddenly they had an abrupt change of heart. When in their bedroom, they wouldn't let anyone but me in, it became very dirty and dusty. Do you think I continued to be a servant after buying an iPhone? Well, you're wrong. I have roughly calculated how much money my parents owe me over the years and I was shocked at the figure I got. Slavery was abolished a long time ago, but apparently not in my house. That's when I decided to suggest something to my parents knowing in advance that they would not agree at first. Let's switch places so that you realize you're doing it wrong, I said. What do you mean? my mother asked. You will help the servants as I do now, and I'm going somewhere to rest. Naturally, (laughs) the parents did not agree. Then I stopped doing anything around the house altogether. Moreover, I started littering and spreading filth, even though I didn't like it. When mom gets her expensive new shoes dirty and spaghetti that was flaunting on the white carpet thanks to me, she couldn't stand it and tried to punish me. But will any punishment stop a true rebel? Please, I've decided to go all the way. I was forbidden to leave the house, so I used to throw rotten eggs at her garden from the window and she threw all the rubbish out of the room right on top of Mum's favorite roses. You could forget about the pleasant fragrance they reeked of rottenness and sweaty socks, which I endured for a fortnight on occasion if I have to move on to a backup plan for my rebellion. In the end, my mother was the first to give in, realizing that I wouldn't back down, and dad was forced to agree because mother blew his mind. Well, well, my dear parents, welcome to my world. I laughed (laughs) and handed them a mop and bucket so that they can start putting the house in order. If that's how you want to teach us a lesson, then do some work for us, dad said. Do I have to go to the office every morning? Yes, he smiled slyly. You'll find all the papers in my desk. It didn't scare me at all. So in the morning, while my parents were helping to prepare breakfast, I got ready for work. Alas, mom's eggs and toast got burnt. I just shook my head and told her to correct her mistake because I certainly wasn't going to eat burnt food. When I was learning to cook, my mother didn't support me. She criticized me because I had to do everything perfectly in her perfect house. All right, I'll redo it, said Mum grudgingly. And it's late, I have to go to the office. See you tonight. All the staff had already been warned that I would be replacing my father, but many people clearly did not like this change. They didn't want to submit to the teenager so they decided not to run even the basic errands. Well then, I'll make them. They'll regret their liberties. I went out to the staff and started throwing a small ball at one of them, driving him into a frenzy. The second one I shot with suction cup arrows. And to the third, I spoiled how the series he was watching would end. All three could not stand the torture and got to work. I was happy with the result However, at the end of the day, all three employees put their resignations on my desk. Well, no one is irreplaceable, as they say, they will regret it. But I could be happy with myself because I was able to secure a lucrative contract. If you think I don't know anything about it, you're wrong. Dad was anxious for me to get to grips with all the nuances of the company so that it can then pass into safe hands so he had to figure out even what he himself didn't know. When I got home, I was shocked because mom and dad slept on the sofa in the living room. Our servants on the other hand were actively tidying up. I woke my parents unhappily and they started making excuses for just lying down for five minutes. And they've already done everything on the list I left them. It made me laugh and they looked at me in bewilderment. If you were actually cleaning up, they would have found a note on my desk in which I suggested that we end this silly argument. Dad tried to justify himself, but I couldn't think of anything because I used his own weapon. Mom felt ashamed, and she said, Okay, daughter, we get it. We've obviously overdone your parenting. Father and I will review it. I promise. I was already relaxed, but my mother lied to me. They found out about the dismissal of three valuable company employees at once and were furious at my antics, which the office surveillance camera captured. In the end, father had to pay a lot of money to get the employees back, and I've got even more responsibilities around the house. Oh, come on, they didn't wanna do my bidding. I purposely put them up to see how you would communicate with people. Well, you got them back. Besides, I got a good deal. My father looked at the papers I held out to him. He was shocked because I was able to do the thing which he hasn't been able to do for two whole years. He tried to see some disadvantageous nuances in the contract but couldn't find anything. It's amazing, daughter. You know, I'm even willing to take you on as an office worker. I was getting excited, except my dad took me to work there as a cleaner so that only I would clean his office. It pissed me off so much that I decided to have another riot. I put one very stinky product in the water and washed all the floors of the company with this wonderful water. Then I wrecked havoc in my father's office. Oh, he's definitely not going to be happy when he sees this. And I was right, because my father entered his office with his business associates. They immediately hurried away, cause the unpleasant smell was so strong. I also drew lame graffiti on the walls and a picture of my father with devil horns. Susie, what have you done? Dad exclaimed in fury. Didn't you like the way I cleaned up? And didn't you notice the paper house I left on your desk? Isn't it pretty? I smiled sweetly, seeing my father boil over with anger. And at home, we had a serious conversation. I'm sick of living in a rich house as a servant. I want to be a normal teenager who gets high on life because adult life sucks. Let me enjoy my freedom and being carefree. The parents looked at each other and agreed with difficulty, telling me that I would only clean my room every week. But the story didn't end there because I ran into another problem. My parents still didn't trust me with money They even stopped giving me pocket money, fearing that I'd let it all go down. Eventually, I just started taking money out of their wallets without asking, to buy basic things. My parents, noticing it was missing, thought I had started stealing, and they decided to punish me, thinking I was already starting to get a kick out of it. I wanted to make another scandal, but I realized that I had crossed the line with stealing. Then I had a new plan deciding to go for a walk one evening mom and dad saw me on the street in a pair of rags i begged for money from passersby and looked like a pig help someone in need i said pitifully holding out my hand to them the parents were embarrassed and they immediately took me home they didn't understand what i was doing and i said that i had to earn money somehow dad rolled his eyes tiredly and handed me a hundred dollars in the end I was given a probationary period, allowing free use of money and not working as a servant. It was only then that my parents realized I wouldn't lose my head over money and that I can be trusted. It can sometimes be difficult to change parents' minds. Keep pushing your way through with all your might if you're sure that you're right. Do you have a lot of responsibilities around the house?
1: Facing the alien chemical equation on the board, I was sweating profusely when suddenly Alice, the Ooh? smartest nerd in the class, threw a piece of paper at me. <laughs> Copy it, Queenie.
2: Thinking hmm. that she was
1: helping me, i gleefully wrote down her answer, but strangely, the whole class Ooh? burst into laughter. Alice sneered <laughs> at me. Dumbass. Be quiet, class. Queenie, F-minus, go back to your seat. When I was passing Alice, I angrily grunted, you're ugly inside out. <laughs> she immediately tripped me and made me fall face first. Due to that, we got into a fight right in the classroom. Hi, I'm Queenie, 16 years old. I'm a famous girl with over 600,000 Instagram followers. Most of the boys in my school were obsessed with me. My family was also one of the wealthiest in Orlando. You could say that I had it all, but there was only one thing that I lacked of. Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Because of my poor academic skills, my dad threatened that if I didn't improve, he would send me to my grandma's stables in the suburbs of Texas, where the Wi-Fi was weak and I would have to clean up horse poop all the time. Ew. I would never let that happen. I quickly started focusing on my weakest subject, chemistry. I spent a lot of money to hire Fariel, the smartest guy in the chemistry club, to tutor me at my house. But even if Fariel offered to teach me for free with my two-digit IQ score, it would still be impossible. Stop, I can't take it anymore. Come on, Queenie, tough it out. Why do I have to study so many things? I'm not going to compete in the Olympics like you. Suddenly, Fariel exclaimed he had thought of a way that would help me pass. Every student whose names were on the chemistry Olympiad list would be exempted from the school's chemistry class, which meant one thing. You must join our club. Ah! The nerdy club was led by Alice. (gasps) No way! So you choose to clean the stables, right? Ugh, I really needed to pass chemistry, and I also hated cleaning the stables. So the next day, I determinedly walked into his club room. My presence shocked every member, especially (gasps) Alice. I came here to apply for the club. She burst (laughs) out laughing immediately and threw me a pen. Take this. For what? For what? to draw more wrinkles on your brain. Even
3: though I was pissed
1: off, to raise my chance of getting in the club, I boldly told her that the other members would definitely welcome me, even if she wouldn't. She snickered and confidently let them vote. Little did she know, 80% of the club members were male, and two-thirds of them followed me on Instagram. So, am I eligible to join the club now? I walked past Alice, nudged her shoulder, and stuck out my tongue teasingly. However, Caitlin, the captain of the cheerleading club, suddenly appeared at the door. With Queenie, this club is going down. Her words made my relationship with Alice even more strained. I became a thorn in her eyes and she always looked for a reason to kick me out of the club. Once, I was assigned to bring my teacher the white rats from the school's lab. When I entered the lab and picked up the box, suddenly the lid of the box came loose. (gasps) The rats quickly ran out and bumped into the chemical bottles, causing them to shatter all over the ground. Hot, ya. Yeah. <laughs> Unexpectedly, Alice was filming the whole thing. Be ready to say bye-bye to my club. It must have been her trap. I quickly got into a fight with her when suddenly, Caitlin appeared with Mrs. Claire, hmm. the school superintendent. You see, Alice and Queenie have ruined this lab. Ms. Claire furiously decided to punish us by suspending all the activities <gasps> of the chemistry club and made us stay behind to clean up the lab. With that, she left. Alice shouted at Caitlin, It was you who showed me how to kick Queenie out of the club. Why did you turn your back on me? All I wanted is that club room of yours. Now that you guys are suspended, move out soon, kay? The cheer team has been wanting a space for entertainment. She slammed the door and laughed provocatively. What a witch. When we were cleaning the lab, Alice just sat in a corner and cried loudly. Honestly, she deserved it. I was the innocent one here. Why did they drag me into this mess? Hey, get up and start cleaning. If I can't participate in the Olympics, I'll lose my scholarship. No. I just remembered that if I couldn't join her club, I would have to study like a normie. Then if I failed my chemistry class one more time, I would have to clean. Damn it! It's not over. We'll take the club back. Really? How? It was easy. We had to make the school realize that the cheerleaders were the real troublemakers here. To do that, we gotta be a team (gasps) and stop standing in each other's way, got it? Deal. Our opportunity soon came when the cheer team held a performance at the school Christmas festival. That day, many of the school's important partners arrived. Caitlin took the stage and began dancing while our club gathered backstage and was ready to <laughs> take her <laughs> revenge. I took out a remote control and clicked the button. Suddenly, from Caitlin's pocket, a face mouse jumped out. The cheerleaders and she all ran away screaming in panic. Caitlin was so scared that she kicked the mouse at the principal's guest, causing him to faint. The festival was chaotic and the principal was beyond furious. Stop this madness all the cheer team go back inside we were giggling as Caitlin ran inside and shouted you will pay for this after the cheerleaders were punished and got their entertainment room confiscated that room was rightfully returned to us our club chemistry was also officially restored and we were eligible to participate in the olympics again I members studied day and night for that competition, and of course, any hopeless idiot like me could only cheer for them. When the Olympics finally arrived, everyone was (laughs) present, but no one could find Alice anywhere. We tried calling her, to no avail. Suddenly, Caitlin appeared. (laughs) Give it up, losers. Turns out that evil witch and her minions had blocked Alice's way and locked her inside a toilet. Now you don't have a captain to participate anymore. I'll be the captain. (laughs) Haha, an idiot like you wants to be the captain of the Olympic team? Don't make me laugh. Without letting her finish her sentence, Farielle pushed her aside and boldly walked (laughs) with me and the team on stage. We must win this, and no one shall stand in our way. My teammates did an excellent job on their parts and all the teams were at a tie. The captain's part would be the deciding one. Since I was replacing Alice, I was forced to compete in her place. On the table, they put a lot of test hmm? tubes containing gases and announced the question. Within three seconds, find the tube that contains the chemical gas that will explode when it comes in contact with oxygen. Everyone hmm. held their breath waiting for my answer. Thank God, I suddenly remembered that damn equation that gave me a F minus. I quickly grabbed the tube containing hydrogen and pressed the timer a few seconds ahead of my opponent. Immediately, the referee announced that our team had won. We all cheered in union. Fariel and I hugged each other in bliss, then he suddenly kissed my cheek. Although late, Alice still arrived to see the final result. I ran to her and gave the trophy to Alice because we were such a great team.
2: As I was trembling with a heavy tray of drinks, a hurried guest suddenly burned <laughs> into me, causing my entire tray to drop right on the ground. Immediately, <gasps> the hostess shouted, <gasps> Helen, you're fired! I kept apologizing to her, saying that my mom was in the hospital, so I really needed this job, but she still kicked me out mercilessly. <laughs> Feeling guilty, the guest earlier said, I'm so sorry, young lady. If you want, you can come to my place. I'll arrange a new job <gasps> for you. After that, he gave me a note with his home address and left. Hi, I'm Helen, I'm 16 years old. When I was a child, my dad left me while my sick mom was hospitalized all the time. Every day, I had to study and work until late at night to be able to cover the huge amount of hospital bills. After receiving the home address, I went straight there. It was a gorgeous mansion. A guest from yesterday appeared and it turned out it was James Smith, a wealthy tycoon. When James and I were talking, suddenly a drunk girl came in. James grumbled. Jenny, partying again? You should have been ashamed of your poor test scores for the Fairmont Academy entrance exam. Fairmont (gasps) Academy? I just got a scholarship for it recently. An idea popped up in my mind. Sir, if you want to improve your daughter's grades, I can also tutor her. With that said, I showed him my Fairmont scholarship and James promptly agreed to my offer. But Jenny huh? was a different story. She rolled her eyes and bared her fans. Listen, new face. Nine self declared tutors have come here and they've all been fired. Get ready to be the tenth. Hey. After that, she coldly left the room. James comforted me. It's okay, Helen. If you can help her increase her grades, I'll definitely reward you. I thanked him and promised to start tutoring Jenny. But it was difficult, just like what Jenny said she kept coming up with weird tricks so she wouldn't have to learn. For example, she would hide her books, or pretend to be sick every time I started class. Once, as soon as I arrived, I saw Jenny dancing at the swimming pool. When I came to her, she angrily shouted, I'm not studying! Just leave! I turned off the music and firmly told her to come inside to start the lesson. Angrily, she rushed over and pushed me straight into the pool! It made my books and laptop wet! However, she just threw a bunch of money on me and sneakered. This is enough for you to buy two more laptops. Get the hell out of here! (sighs) Furiously, I told all of that to her dad. Needless to say, James was furious and called Jenny into the room. Jenny, as of tomorrow, you will transfer to Lockwood High in Canada. What? That uptight and remote school? Correct. If I can't teach you, Lockwood will. Jenny burst into (laughs) tears of resentment and left. As for me, James sent me my payment and promised to arrange a different job for me. However, the money was still far from enough to pay for my mom's hospital bills. While I was not knowing what to do, suddenly my phone rang. It was Jenny. She asked me out to talk. Contrary to her usual stuck-up attitude, Jenny desperately begged me to go to Canada to study on her behalf. In return, she would pay for my mother's hospital bills. I was surprised but also worried. But what if your dad knows about this? And what about the paperwork? (sighs) I'm rich, I can take care of those minor stuff. Just say yes and someone will come and take you to Lockwood High. I decided to agree, but on one condition. She would have to replace me to study at Fairmont Academy. I couldn't just drop out like that and she also agreed. Later that day, I said goodbye to my mom and began my journey to Canada. After a week of studying, I gradually got used to my new life. It was quite challenging indeed. One day, while walking in the hallway, I saw Kelly, a notorious classmate of mine who was cornering another girl. Oh, a small country girl like you also comes here to study? You should have stayed at home and worked as a janitor like your mother. That's so mean. I must help that poor girl. I quickly walked past them and shoved my Starbucks at Kelly. What the hell is wrong with you, Jenny? Do you know how much this Chanel dress costs? Oh, sorry, my hand slipped. She angrily raised her hand to slap me, but she was abruptly stopped by Alan, the class's hottest boy. Come on, Kelly, you are bullying the other girl first. Kelly was so frustrated that she left immediately. I wanted to comfort (laughs) the other girl but she had also run away. Only Alan and I remained. (laughs) Somehow, we hit it off and became very close after that. One day, I came to class earlier than usual and saw Kelly doing something suspicious to the classroom door. With a bad premonition, I hid in a corner and overheard her whole plan. Good. Let's see who runs this school, Jenny. So when she wasn't paying attention, I swiftly entered the classroom through the back door. I was proudly crossing my arms and sneered at her angry face when suddenly, the teacher opened the door and walked in. In a flash, a basket of fake snakes fell hmm? straight on her head. Both <gasps> Kelly and I panicked while the teacher screamed at the top of her lungs and fainted. I hurriedly shouted for the whole class to take her to the infirmary. As for Kelly, she was punished soon after. She had to clean the toilet for two months in a row. Haha, <laughs> serves that witch right. One day, Lockwood High held an auction to raise funds for the Halloween festival. My role was to wear a beautiful white dress for the guests to bid on, while Ellen was the host. Very quickly, the dress was bidded to 50... Very quickly, the dress... I was super excited to see who was the bidder, but to my Mm -hmm. horror, Kelly appeared. She walked onto the stage to the applause of everyone. Kelly stood in front of me and smirked. This is truly a work of art. But it'll be even more beautiful when... Before she finished her sentence, Kelly pulled out a paint gun and shot at me repeatedly. The beautiful white dress quickly turned into a disaster (gasps) to the panic of the guests. With a stroke of genius, Alan quickly came to the rescue. How utterly amazing and creative, isn't it? Can you see, ladies and gentlemen? Each streak of color makes the dress look like a Van Gogh painting. The audience gasped and applauded loudly. They said the dress was like an abstract artwork and even pushed the price higher than the price Kelly had bid it. But before I could rejoice, I suddenly saw James in the audience. Oh my <gasps> god, why is he here? I panicked and ran off the stage, but that wish Kelly tripped me. I stumbled and got entangled in the microphone wire and pulled the entire speaker system down. They fell on both Kelly and me and we slowly lost consciousness. As the sun rays hit my eyes, I slowly woke up. Luckily, the accident didn't cause too much damage to me. In the room, there was only an extremely angry man standing in silence. Great, I'm screwed. I explained the whole story to James. Fortunately, he understood and quickly resolved the paperwork to bring me home. On the way home, I turned to ask him what he would do with Jenny. He said in desperation, I don't know, she's too spoiled. Suddenly, I came up with a plan and quickly told James. With a wink to him, I called her. Jenny, bad news! Your dad has found out about us switching places and had a heart attack. He was transferred to the ER. What? How could that be? Just go to the hospital. When Jenny arrived, she burst into tears when she saw her father on the bed. Since he was promoted, he was too busy with work and we've become so distant. We never even spoke to each other more than three sentences ever since. <laughs> Jenny hugged her father and cried until James winked at me. This play could come to an end now. He slowly sat up and patted Jenny's shoulder, who was hmm? now drenched in tears. <gasps> she looked up, screaming in panic as if she had seen a ghost. I quickly covered Jenny's mouth so that James could explain. My dearest, I'm sorry I wasn't there for you. I tried to make it up by giving you more money, more beautiful clothes. But apparently, it wasn't enough. You were lonely, right? In the end, (laughs) they left their misunderstanding. Jenny stopped acting stubborn and snobbish, and the two of them spent more time together. After everything, funny as it is, Jenny and I started to get up close. James was (laughs) kind enough to adopt me and promised to help me pay for my school fees and my mom's hospital bills. One day, I was tutoring Jenny when suddenly the doorbell rang. I ran out to see who it was when, to my surprise, it was Alan. He hugged me tightly. I finally found you, Helen. Will you be my girlfriend? Saying that, Alan leaned forward. Just like that, we kissed passionately in the first breeze of fall. When I was skateboarding near the school gate, unfortunately, I crashed in a lion, my neighbor, and we fell on top of each other. He angrily grimaced at me. Watch yourself, chaos breeder. Put a helmet on. It might help your hyperactive brain reduce the risk of injury by 65%. Then he even demanded to confiscate my skateboard. I mischievously bent down to pull the rug under lion's feet and delighted to see him fall painfully on his butt. (laughs) Tone it down, nerd. Even though Lion kept yelling behind me, I just nonchalantly ran away. Hi, I'm Aretha, 16 years old. When I was young, my mom always wanted me to be girly and gentle. But unfortunately, being girly is not me. I'm always mischievous and enjoy energetic activities. Not only did it upset my mom, but it also annoyed Lion, the nerdy guy who lives next to us. He really hated me and kept calling me by the nickname Chaos Breeder. Over the years, Lion and I had always been at odds with each other. Although we were neighbors and even attended the same class, we could never be close. Once, my uncle gave me a buzzella, a gift from his trip to Brazil. I was very excited and brought it to class. While all my friends laughed at the sound of it and my jokes, Lion thought the huh? exact opposite. Be quiet, Aritha. I need to read a book. Oh, sorry, knowledgeable gentleman. But this is break time. You should return to your nerve planet to continue reading. Then I blew the vuvuzela even louder to piss him off. Uh-huh. Then he suddenly grabbed a glass of water nearby and poured it directly into my vuvuzela. I it... immediately choked violently. Stupid face! You regret this! We started throwing things at each other, until the principal showed up and punished me for causing a commotion in the classroom. Seeing me being led away, Lion smirked (laughs) triumphantly. Another time, when our class was allowed to visit a museum of nature, I was overwhelmed by the fossilized skeleton of a large dinosaur placed (gasps) in the middle of the hall. When I was about to touch it, Lion suddenly slapped my hand hard. You can't read, can you? Article 3, Section 4 of the museum's rules. It is strictly forbidden to touch this specimen. Then he started giving me a long lecture on proper manners of the museum. I yawned in frustration and turned around to leave. Seeing that, he grabbed my shoulder. You're so impolite. Don't walk away when others are talking. I winced, squashed his hand away and harshly pushed him back. But it seemed I had used too much strength. To my horror, Lion fell into the dinosaur skeleton and the skeleton fell on top of us. Not only was it painful, but also we were banned from the museum for years. Great. Every time, every goddamn time I got involved with that nerd, I got a chain of bad luck coming after me. So from then on, I tried even harder to avoid him. But Lion was so annoying. That Sunday morning, I was woken up by loud music from his house. That nerd was definitely responsible for it since his parents were on a business trip yesterday. Immediately, I went to his house in my pajamas. Stupid face, turn that crappy music off before it becomes your last song. After several knocks, no one answered me. Furiously, I was about to kick the door when suddenly, a handsome guy with a face like Shawn and a towel wrapped around his waist came out. Unfortunately, he took the full impact of my powerful kick. Oh! What are you doing? I couldn't open the door because I was in the shower. Embarrassed, I quickly apologized to him and ran straight home. Since then, I have been trying to snoop around Lion's house to see who that guy was. After that somewhat disastrous meeting, I couldn't stop thinking about his gorgeous body and an angel-like face. Damn, I think I've fallen in love. Then suddenly, a hand hit my shoulder. Not only a chaos breeder, but now you're also a pervert who stalks other people's houses? I quickly shook my hand and explained everything, but unexpectedly, he mocked me. you like my cousin? Ew! Even the conjuring is not as disturbing as this! Turns out that Heartthrob is Kai, Lion's cousin. He would live here until the end of high school. Great! Excellent! Wonderful! So I have a chance to date him! Kai will never like you. Why? Cause he's not gay. <laughs> You're like a boy and he's into feminine girls. Although I was extremely bitter at his taunt, I realized I didn't know anything about Kai, and Lion was the only one who was close to him. Oh, Lion, my dear bestie. Will you please put aside all our silly grudges and help me pursue Kai? Nope. Oh, come on, give me a prize. I'm ready to pay. He put on an obnoxious, contemplative face and finally said, Fine, but on one condition. If this works, you must obey anything I say. Uh, Although that was a horrible trade, for my demigod, I was willing to sacrifice everything. So from that day on, Lion and I teamed up. He became my fashion guru and helped me dress up to match Kai's type. I started to practice putting on high heels and skirts and even got some education about boys. Gosh, how bothersome. But I needed to hold on for my demigod. One day, to help me approach Kai, Brian took me to the record store his cousin frequently visited. According to his calculation, Kai would come from the northwest at a speed of 2.4 miles per hour and I would need to walk from the southeast at a speed about two-thirds of his. Trust me, there's a 97% chance that you two will meet at Kai's favorite record section. Jeez, what a total nerd! Then we embarked on our plan. However, when I was trying to reach that record section, my cramped high heels caused me to trip. How embarrassing! Seeing that, Kai hugged his stomach and burst out laughing. (laughs) you again? Seems like every time we meet, troubles follow us, doesn't it? Unexpectedly, that incident made me closer to Kai. He asked for my number, then asked me out. I felt like I was on cloud 9. After that, we grew closer each day. Once, when we were hanging out, I mustered up the courage to ask him. Kai, please answer honestly. Is your type... feminine girls? Hmm... nah. I always feel like they're kinda spoiled and I'm not into that. What?! Did that stupid face lion trick me?! So he just wanted to make fun of me after all! Right after saying goodbye to Kai, I went straight to Lion. Furiously, (gasps) I grabbed his collar. Stupid face, you've been pulling pranks on me since the beginning, right? Why do you want to get between Kai and me? Then he suddenly grabbed my hand and placed a kiss on my lips. Actually, I've liked you for a long time. But since you're always teasing me, I couldn't find a chance to confess. Don't you hate tomboys like me? No, Aritha. I like everything about you even when you crashed into me on your skateboard, even when your clothes were boyish, and even when you laughed with a mouthful of food at me. That doesn't change the fact that you lied to me! I withdrew my hand and quickly left. From that day on, I tried to avoid Lion, both at home and at school. About three weeks later, Kai suddenly told me that Lion had just signed up as an exchange student and was about to move to Switzerland. Somehow, ever since that day, I kept thinking about Lion's kiss and what he said. No, Aretha, you must forget about it. I tried to reassure myself and held on to the thought that Lion was the bad guy. The day he moved out, even though I was on a date with Kai, I couldn't stop thinking about that nerd. While we were walking on the street, a girl skater almost bummed into us. Oh, sorry, are you two okay? Before she could finish, <gasps> Kai violently grabbed her arm. Dumbass, do you girls think you're cool when you skateboard? No, it's only for boys. Know your place. (gasps) Kai's words shocked me. I didn't expect him to be so sexist, unlike Lion. Damn, maybe the one I had fallen for was actually Lion after all. But first, I gotta deal with this obnoxious human being. Let her (sighs) go! You're hurting her, jerk! I pushed him down and quickly let the other girl away. After that, I borrowed her skateboard to chase after Lion. I didn't stop screaming and chasing his car until it stopped. What's the matter, Aretha? Stupid face, I've realized that. I like you too. Then Lion smiled. (laughs) He gently hugged me and put a passionate kiss on my lips.
1: My brother rushed out from the dark alley and shouted in panic, Ghost, run! Then he tripped and fell. When some people came to check on him, I immediately put on a devil costume and skated fast towards them. The crowd got terrified and ran away screaming. Witnessing that scene, Dan and I looked at each other and burst out laughing. But right at that moment, our mom's scary face appeared right behind us, making us jump in surprise. Mia, I told you no more filming TikTok, but... Before I could finish, she quickly dragged both of us home. Hi, I'm Mia. I'm currently living with my mom and a little brother named Dan. As you can see, I'm a TikToker who owns a TikTok account that uploads funny pranks with nearly 1 million followers. Although to my mom, I was just a 15-year-old troublesome girl, but on TikTok, I was a star. Like always, I started my pranks on a busy street and hid the camera in a corner facing the sidewalk. Ooh, look, here's my prey. A man in a polite suit was walking over as Dan pretended like his hand was stuck in the bushes. Dan asked the man for help, and when he jerked his hand away, a giant snake was biting his arm. The man screamed and ran away so fast he dropped his shoe. Then another man got pranked and dropped his wig. One after another, their varied expressions helped my video quickly go viral. To boost my fame, I also did fan challenges. Once, they dared me to prank my mom. The requests were so many that one day. I called mom and screamed that there was an emergency at home. Then I turned the camera (laughs) to the door and waited. Bam. She pushed the door open and panically rushed in. Oh no, Dan! My brother was lying motionless on the floor while the house was in disarray, as if a thief had barged in. Mom knelt down and hugged Dan while screaming, help, somebody help. Then Dan started chuckling, which startled her. And when she saw me holding the camera, she rushed over and slapped me. It was the first time in my life that I was hit. I burst into tears and ran to my room. That evening, Mom knocked on my door and called me down to talk. I sat down at the table waiting for an apology, but to my surprise, there was none after what just happened, I will not tolerate you anymore. All your pranks are negatively affecting others. You're too old fashioned. Have you read the comments? Everyone found my videos amusing. She shook her head and firmly forbade me from filming TikTok ever again. How absurd. And unbelievably, she even took my phone away. But not stopping there, One day, my school invited her as a speaker of the association to protect children against harmful online content. On the screen, she presented my TikTok account and told everyone, don't do stupid things like this. Everyone looked at me and laughed loudly. Geez, I want to dig a hole for myself. That night, Mom and I had a big argument. Are you going to use TikTok to apply to university? What kind of university accepts a kid who can only fool others? That's stupid. Stop chasing temporary fame and sinking your future into the mud. When she left the room, (laughs) I angrily went to the corner of the closet where my phone was hidden and saved the video I just recorded. I edited it to make her seem horrible and posted it on my account. Mom forbade me from filming TikTok. The next morning when I went to school, everyone was talking about that new video. I also opened my phone to check and omg in just one night the video had reached top trending with more than 5 million views in the comments section many people criticized my mom is this what a mother should say to her child your mom sucks she's more stupid than a kid oh no that's not what i wanted it spread like wildfire and i couldn't stop it even after i deleted the video and to make it worse Mom called and told me that Dan had gone missing. Great timing. When her car arrived, I got in with a blank head. Sitting in the car, she showed me a video of Dan just a few hours ago. The boy stood at the edge of the forest and announced that he would hide there for a while to prank his mother and sister. But he was only eight years old, and it had been four hours since the video was uploaded. We reached the edge of the forest where my brother posted the video. My hands were shaking, and I burst into tears. My mom took my hand and choked. That's why. I want you to stop creating content like that. There might be people who imitate your careless pranks and get themselves and others in danger. Your father died from that. I looked at her in surprise. She never talked about his death. How did it happen? He was pranked and got a heart attack. Those who caused it disappeared without an apology. I felt so heavy hearted as if I was a sinner. I didn't know my mom had to endure such pain. That's why she got so angry when I became an internet prankster and was even famous for it. Wait, famous, that's right. I posted about my brother's disappearance on my TikTok page and asked to see if anyone had any information. After a while, the area where my brother disappeared suddenly became very crowded. They ran to me and said, Mia, we saw your post. Everyone is gathering to help you find your brother. Don't worry. Then everyone disappeared into the forest to search for him. After only two hours, Dan was found. His foot was stuck in a large layer of vine so he couldn't get out. Dan was still panicking when the rescuers brought him to me and mom. The police said that nearly 1,000 people were involved in the search. Otherwise, it would take at least eight hours to find Dan. We were so happy that we profusely thanked them one after another. After that day, I gave it some serious thought and decided to stop pulling careless pranks. To my surprise, my mom said, With fame comes great responsibility. Use yours wisely, Mia. So, I'm on the street again with my camera, but this time it's different. Hello, this is Mia. Welcome to the challenge of finding new owners for stray puppies. Let's go!
3: To this day, I still can't forget what they did to me. They turned me into their property. Nothing more, nothing less. Hi, I'm Maria, 15 years old. I'm currently living with my stepfather, Peter, who is 40 years old. My mom unfortunately passed away a few years ago from a serious illness, and he became my only guardian. Although he's a factory worker with a meager salary, Peter is a heavy gambler. He's ready to throw all his money into gambling. One day, he came back late and said, I want to introduce you to my friend's son. He's a nice guy. He wanted to get to know you. I didn't think much of it and quickly forgot about it. The very next day, I received a call from a strange man. Hi, I'm Dean. Mr. Peter talked a lot about you. Would you like us to get to know each other better? After a few seconds of surprise, I remembered what my dad had said the other day about the man he wanted to introduce me to. I felt a bit weirded out, but casually greeted him back. I got nothing better to do anyways. In the days that (laughs) followed, we kept in touch, had long conversations about everything in life, and gradually became closer. Although we had never seen each other's face, Dean's way of talking was gentle and polite. Dean and I had a lot in common. We both liked reading, pop music, and walking leisurely in the sunset. It felt like we had a connection. Since the day Dean came into my life, it had become so comfortable. Not only was I able to talk my heart out, Dean also promised to provide me with monthly pocket money to spend and pay my tuition. I was a bit hesitant and worried at first, but he reassured me So I agreed. Honestly, my dad's monthly allowance wasn't even enough for me to buy a dress or hang out with friends. So being spoiled like that made me (laughs) quite happy. He also regularly sent me expensive gifts. Despite many rejections, the gifts kept coming to me. It made my friends (laughs) very jealous. They even wished they had a rich boyfriend like Dean. Chatting online was no longer enough. I had fallen in love with Dean and wanted to meet him in real life. All I knew about Dean was his sultry voice and the stories he told that he was a rich businessman and older than me. I was really curious about him. One day, my stepdad suddenly announced, Get ready and put on some nice clothes. I'll take you to see Dean hearing that i was extremely happy and nervous finally my long-awaited dream was going to be fulfilled i quickly went to get ready and kept wondering what would dean look like in real life that night a car was waiting at the door and took me and my dad straight to a luxury house we were led into a closed room inside was an old man sitting on a chair he looked much older than peter He looked more than 50 years old. Seeing me, he smiled and said hello. Hello, Maria. That voice made me freeze. It was Dean's voice. The voice that I used to listen to every night. I was so shocked that the man I had a crush on, who spoke so sweetly to me every night, was an old man. I knew Dean was older than me, but it was unbelievable that he was that old. Before I could regain my composure, my stepdad suddenly bowed and walked out, leaving me alone in that empty room with Dean. I just stood there confused and panicking, and Dean kept looking at me and saying sweet flirtatious words. But unlike before, those words started making me feel disgusted. Come on, baby, don't we get along so well? Are you glad to finally see me? But I was really scared and didn't dare to approach him. I stepped back slowly. After a while, Dean (laughs) gradually revealed his true nature. He got up from his chair, looked at me with lustful eyes, and rushed over to hug me. Ah, Ew! I screamed loudly but to no avail. I had fallen into a trap that was set by Dean and my stepdad. Dean held me so tight that I couldn't move. This is it. My life ends here. Bitter tears fell on my cheeks. At that moment, the police rushed in. They arrested Dean and all of his accomplices. I was rescued in the nick of time. My stepdad was also arrested. It all happened so fast, and I didn't have time to understand what was happening. The police said that Peter was a criminal who was known for selling young girls for money to gamble. He had a huge debt so he sold me to dean to clear the debt as for dean it turned out that he was not a businessman as he said but a loan shark who had a special interest in young girls i was shocked to learn the truth dean was my stepdad's money lender not a friend as peter said the police have been tracking this criminal line for a long time and now they finally caught them all. My dad and Dean went to jail for their crimes. I have also received a valuable lesson. I should be wary of sweet words and not to be too trusting. I've moved to another place to live, and I'm now studying hard to have a better life. Hope you guys like my story. Remember to subscribe to the channel to wait for the next good content.
0: For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile